0: Chapter 147. End of an Era. All good things must come to an end. Upon reaching the desolate border where two provinces met, Xifanyan's carriage came to a halt as Qingyao heard a faint sound from inside. Xifanyan lifted the curtain, stepped out, and found himself lost in thought when he gazed at the far less impressive sceneries of northern Liang compared to the south. With the arrival of Frost's descent, the trees withered, leaves fell, and the insects entered hibernation. Outside, the gentle breeze now carried a chilling bite that could penetrate their clothing. Xifunyen had set off on his journey during the warmth of spring and it was already winter upon returning to Liangzhou province. In the battle by Guangling River, Li Chunggang's sword claimed the lives of 2,600 elite cavalrymen with a mere half-miles, their bodies forming a grim and layered pile, leaving Xu robes soaked and stained with the fresh blood of the fallen. Zhao Yi, whether intimidated by Li Chunggang's words of slaughtering another 2,000 cavalrymen and burdening a vassal lord or deterred by the threat of his formidable prowess, ultimately chose not to impede Xu Fengyen's departure. Xu Fengyen lifted his gaze and found the Snow white Falcon soaring in the sky. He was assured that Chubby Chu was leading Northern Liang Cavalry to meet him, Li Chunggang stepped down from the carriage and approached Xu Fanyan.
1: He asked, So, how about I walk you to the city gate of Yangzhou? Xu Fanyan smiled and
2: shook his head, replying, Never mind, Chu Lushan is already on his way with troops to get me. Wouldn't want to trouble you any further, sir.
0: The geezer in the sheepskin coat feigned a surprised look before rolling his eyes.
1: Kid, I thought you'd lost your conscience ages ago. So when did it come back?
0: Yin could only offer a bitter smile in response. Li Chenggang chuckled.
1: Back in Guangling, you had the audacity to kick Zhao Biao's butt. But when it comes to a stunner like Chen Yu, got to be honest, who was literally handed to you on a silver plate, you were so quick to give her up to the capital.
2: Why? In a matter-of-fact tone, Xu Fengyan explained, I suppose it comes down to making choices and knowing what to prioritise. I guess the world doesn't revolve around me after all. First it was the looming threat from Zhao Go, and then the Queen herself issued an edict in a mixture of carrot and stick. What options did I really have? Xu
0: Yin abruptly stopped. Li gang picked up the faint sound
1: of approaching hooves and let out a gentle sigh. Kid, today might be our final parting in our lives. If there's something you desire that I possess, speak up and I'll make an
2: exception for you. Xu Feng Yan smiled. What could you possibly have that I need? You have already imparted me with the us. And I just cannot attain the sword intent of one sword to open the heavenly gate. As for anything else, like this weathered sheepskin coat that predates my existence? Let's not dwell on it. Suppose I'll just let you off the hook, sir. Li Chenggang scratched his ear before fixing a profound gaze upon
1: Xu Feng Then he burst into laughter. <laughs> That's for the best. I have no patience for the sentimental." With his back hunched and hands clasped behind him,
0: he proceeded along the main thoroughfare. Gradually distancing himself, after a few hundred steps, as if sensing Shufuñen's gaze, he extended his hand and bid farewell with a wave without ever looking back. Shufuñen raised his hand to shield his eyes from the setting sun and pursed his lips tightly green robe of Fengdu, god of sword. A single strike on Snow Grand, one sword to open the heavenly gate at the city of the peerless, slaying 2,600 cavalrymen by Guangling River. And then there was the one-armed geezer in a sheepskin coat. They were now all but fading remnants in his memories. Xu Fengyan murmured to himself,
2: Just one person is gone and it feels like the end of an era. Dang. That's truly some unparalleled swordsmanship. So that calls for a reward. But it's beyond my power.